Hi, everyone, and welcome to Community Conversations, where we talk with members of the PH community about how they manage their daily lives while also managing their PH. In today's episode, PH community members Patricia, Jesse, and Jordan join Dr. Guy Winch, a renowned clinical psychologist and expert in the science of emotional health, to talk about if, when, and how to talk about your PH at work, including how to find your voice and advocate for your needs. Before we get started, I do need to know that Dr. Guy Winch, Jesse, Jordan, and Patricia were compensated by Apellus Pharmaceuticals, Inc. for their time spent preparing for and participating in this discussion. Dr. Winch? We have a lot to talk about today, and I'm excited to hear what you all have to say on the topic of speaking up about your PNH at work. Thanks for being willing to open up to all of us today. Hi, everyone. Happy to be here and excited for the conversation. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thanks, I'm happy to be here. Let's talk about how you've approached uh, PH in the workplace, because that's another dimension of life where communication is really important. But it has some perhaps differences or trickiness to it, depending on your job. Jordan, what's your experience been in terms of PH and speaking about it in the workplace? Yeah, so along the same vein of being proactive and being transparent with your doctors and your nurses. You have to also, well, for me, I've had to also be that way with my employers, you know, um, tell them in advance the same proactive attitude you have to take with uh, your workers because anytime something is happening last minute, people are not as receptive uh, to accommodating you. So stay in front of it. Make sure they're aware of why you're taking time out from, from work for what it's for. Um, just being transparent has really helped me and it's helped my employer kind of be a lot more receptive to it. And it's made a softer landing when I do have things come up that I may not be aware of. Um, and just making sure that when you are going to be out of the office, you're prepared for it and, and you're, and you're doing tasks, responsibilities that you may have had to do. You're making sure that there's coverage there when you're having to take out, you know, trying to minimize the inconvenience for all those people that are, are helping you out, I think has been really important and, and making that balance between work and life, work or yeah, work in PNH uh, work for me. And I think that's so important what you're saying because yes, you, you need to communicate what's going on to whoever needs to know at work, but when you need to be out, there's gonna be a gap there. And so you need to take the responsibility to get as much done beforehand as possible Again, as possible, because some days you will be able to, some days not. But I think that if, if your employer and your team members um, feel that, yeah, he has this thing, he needs to take some time out, but every time he does, he's being very responsible about it. He's making sure there's coverage. He's trying to do more when he comes in. So he's trying to take some of the load off us, you know, in other ways. Then I think it really contributes to a much uh, better vibe and a much better uh, work relationships. And all of that can only happen with that clear communication about these things, about what's going on so they understand PNH a little bit and about what the needs are medically so that they understand why you might be out, what might be going on and that they ha have context and also can appreciate the efforts you make to make that work uh, right before and, and when you get back. So I think that's, that's, that's really, really you know, important, especially for people who, who work with teams or who have uh, other people depend on them so it's not just solo work, then that, that communication is, is really important. Um, what about you, Patricia? What are some strategies you used 
you've used in communicating about the nature <laughs> work? My setting's a bit different because I, do, I don't work in the secular field. My job is more private, so I'm more close up with my bosses. But I had to um, build a relationship before I disclose what I want to disclose. Um, so I had to build that trust to see if there were people that I could, you know, explain that to first. So I built up that relationship first before I just didn't just go to work and say, I'm, I have PNH or no, I built a relationship first before I disclose all of that. And I, I was blessed to be working with, you know, two doctors. So when I get a, when I developed that relationship, then I, you know, disclosed that he was very fascinated with it because he, um, did that um, in school, but he didn't know that he would actually see a patient in front of him with peony. So that even made my job a little easier. So from there on, you know, I get, you know, the treatment and stuff like that. So I had to build a relationship first. I didn't just disclose everything right away. So um, and I, my my treatment days are always scheduled on the on the weeks that I'm not really working at certain places. So it kind of make it a little easier for me because I schedule it out that way. But if it's a day that I really can't go to work and, um, you know, I'll call and, and you know, one 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 of my um, employer always say she always bounce back. She'll come back. So we have that relationship as, as well. So that was my way, but I didn't just go in and tell everybody that I have PNH. No, I had to get comfortable with them first because you're intimidated. Like maybe they will fire you. Maybe they don't gonna wanna, you know, so you don't wanna just go in and say, I have PNH and this is what's gonna happen. I build that relationship first and, you know, know, get to know the people that I'm working with before I disclose that. And remember, you only give the information that you wanna give. You're not, you, you don't have to disclose everything. You can just give the information that you want to give. So that's, that, that's, that's what I did. And that's very, very wise because I think that if you just go in, um, especially if you're new in a workplace yes. and you go in saying PNH, then yeah. people will think of you as PNH. But if you go in first developing a relationship for a little exactly. bit even, then mm -hmm. you're Patricia. And then when PNH comes up, oh, Patricia yeah. happens to have PNH, but right. PNH, and then that's yeah. Patricia. You know, and, and I think that's true in, in many ways, in, in, in many situations, not just work, that even if you meet new friends or you meet exactly. new people, not, that get to know them a little bit first as much as possible. Like something comes up and you, you, know, you, you have to explain why you're absent for something or why you're leaving an event. You can yes. even do that quite lightly. I'm so sorry, I'm not feeling well. But, but when, once you have a relationship with someone, it's so much easier to disclose to them and for them to, to receive it in a different way than they would otherwise. So I do think that's really smart. And it also allows you to figure out, I mean, because sometimes you have options at work of who you might disclose to. And there might be some person that you're finding out, oh, that person's much nicer and more compassionate. And, and maybe I'll tell this person, but you can't know that unless you've built first a relationship with them. So I, I really love that advice. Um, Jesse, I'd love to hear from you. Well, my situation's a little bit different too. So I have the wonderful opportunity of working with kids. And um, so I tend to be actually pretty open and honest with them uh, relatively um, early in the school year so that they kind of know what to expect because um, I, I just want them to know how it can affect 
me in the classroom. I don't ever want to alarm them or have them be scared. So sometimes my job um, isn't a typical middle school teacher. I teach severely emotionally impaired kids. And so there can be a lot of behaviors that happen. And, and so sometimes I, you know, I want them to know that I can get shortness of breath, but I'm okay. You know, like it's not anything to be worried about, you know, and I communicate with them too, that there will be days that I can play basketball with them. And then there's other days that I, that I won't be able to. And, you know, I, I don't go as necessarily as far as to explain everything about PNH, but um, there is like a little Google slide thing that I do with them to, um, to help them kind of understand what my body's doing too. Um, not just my symptoms or my reactions to my symptoms, but also kind of, I, I turn it into like a science lesson. So um, yeah, and I work with a great team of people too that they all know what to expect. Um, and, and if I have, am having specific symptoms, they, they recognize those as well. And we, they kind of accommodate those as needed. Um, and if I ever do need to take some time off to go see a PNH specialist, um, it's very easy for me to do so. But I definitely, I, I feel like I have to be open and honest with my, with my students and, and the people that I work with. So it you know, again, my, my job's a bit different. But I think that's so important because, yeah, with kids, you do have to be open because otherwise they don't know what's going on and they can be concerned or worried, et cetera. So that, that forces it almost, but it also is so useful to do, right? Because what you're showing them is that, yes, you know, because kids think, oh, they're adults and then they're their kids. But you're saying yeah. to these kids, yeah, you can be an adult, but you still have challenges and you still have to deal with certain things. And the fact that you turn it into a bit of a science project, I think is wonderful and amazing. And I kind of think that that's something that can happen with a lot of people around you in your life, um, whether they're kids or not, because when you talk about PNH with some people, some people will be like, oh, and some people will be like, oh, tell me more, what do you mean? And, and they get really interested. And then maybe those are ones that you can get into more detail with and give them a deeper understanding, mm -hmm. which is useful, but also give them an appreciation for certain things. And so I think that's, that's a great opportunity. And the fact that you, you know, are doing that with these kids, I think that's, that's a special thing for a teacher to be open like that. And I'm sure that's a great experience for them as well. I'm sure they feel very comfortable with you. I think we could probably talk about this topic for days, but unfortunately we're out of time for now. Dr. Winch, thank you so much for guiding this discussion today. And you too, Patricia, Jesse, and Jordan, for letting us see how differently people approach the topic of their PH with those at work. This just shows that everyone is different. And if one idea doesn't work, another one will. If you'd like to hear from others in the PH community or learn more tips and tricks from Dr. Winch, sure to visit our website at thisispnh.com. We're always adding new resources, video, and audio clips. So check back regularly. And thanks for joining us.